part, it was. Woo. I felt like at one point I was getting too crunk for the crowd. Like I was headbanging and shit, and nobody around me was moving. And I was like, oh. when Diva was on, all of the girls around me were going ham, and I was like, this is some black girl magic. I can't even remember what songs I was getting lit to and everybody else was just kind of chilling and I was just like, oop. When them whites first dropped and these motherfuckers, I was like, <laughs> these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Run around, run around, run around, run We're not going to uh, dwell on it, but we might just a little bit. I feel like I understand what that, that one gay guy was saying about the line uh, like the song lengths if you're a casual fan yeah you're gonna think that but as somebody that is like all beyonce i'm like uh i care is not a regular song yeah or, <laughs> right by any stretch of the word dangerously in love i remember my sister singing that full-hearted <laughs> <laughs> Cause oh, I, had, we all? I hadn't listened to that song in so long, but I was amazed by how, many, how much of the lyrics I remembered. My sister, that's one of the first albums Deshaun ever listened to that he could sing the songs. And we would be like, because he was like three or four and he would be singing. And I'm like, that's I what it is. And then Michael Jackson died. And he knew every Michael Jackson song. And I was like, this ain't normal. <laughs> and then they can sing his ass off to this day. So, hey. You know, um, she had to do that with a couple of her songs. I mean, you know, she's trying to give us her hits. But not make... also giving us renaissance. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you can't showcase the whole show around all your old shit when we're here for renaissance. And on top of that, like... She introed with the older ones. Get a little bit more of this. Yo, oh. I, I listen here. Okay, I guess we got to set it up first. <laughs> we dive it all the way in first. We are. We are going in. <laughs> we All right, guys. This is an Raw, ep- no condom. This, <laughs> this is an episode from two B-Hive stands. One is my Obi, like, I wouldn't say you're my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Because I would have to put my sister as the one to introduce me to the force that is Beyonce. Right, right, right. But you, uh, all right, here it is. Uh, my sister is Kwa Jin, <laughs> my original master. <laughs> and then after she got out of the hive, you are my Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. I done stepped in. Kept you on board. It's so lame that I'm making Star Wars references <laughs> to talk about Beyonce. But, uh, guys, we have talked about this for a year. We and finally it, went to the ritual. It finally happened. We made it and got our souls cleansed and whatnot. Right. All right. So we went to Nashville this weekend. Quick trip. A little quick trip. So we went to Nashville. Originally, I was going to go down Friday. Um, My brother came in town, so I was going to hang out with him because it was his birthday week. So I was like, all right, we're in a car. I'm going to take Cooper to the boarding. And I'm going to experience the experience of my life. 
with my nigga. <laughs> she was lit. So. Bruh. I could not have asked for a better show. Like, even just from the fact that she gives us visuals while we're waiting for her. And they're like top notch Like That's on some next level shit. Cause most time you go to a show, they got the curtains drawn. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just looking at an empty stage. But this was like the vibes were set. There was like some kind of entrancing music playing. Yeah. Like just some chill. Like that was a full experience. Zen out shit. And then when you get to the stadium and you you go and you get in your seat, just seeing that what's it called? The test screen. Yeah. It was just like we here. Yeah. So I put like when I posted that one picture on Instagram, some people were like, Who are you seeing? And then everybody else was like, Oh yeah. 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 I know who you, you see. Yeah. But then some of my friends, like specifically like my guy friends and my straight guy friends, they're like, Who you see in Nashville? I'm like, Beyonce. Like, oh, how was it? Cause Beyonce is Beyonce. Like, she for everybody, bro. For us by us. Like, everybody has a, a Beyonce song they like. That's how big Beyonce is. Yeah. Like, She's you, already a legend. Yeah. Many times over. And it ain't, look, it's just like we always play the Rick Pitino game. Michael Jackson ain't walking through that door. <laughs> <laughs> Prince ain't walking through that door. Top two and not number two. It's her and Usher. As far as, like, I want to go to an Usher concert and experience Same. Usher. I would love to go to his residency. Yeah, that's right up my alley, too. I wonder if Beyonce will go to doing residencies. If she do, she'll get all my money, too. I feel like eventually she will, like, in her later years. Once the babies is grown that. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but um, let's talk about just the intro. So, like. We get to our seats. Obviously, um, show does not start when it says, which I don't know why so many people were like bugging out with it, up in arms or confused about it. Like, like there were so many people like she didn't start for like an hour and a half. And I'm like, we all thought it was going to storm. Yeah. And I don't know why people just forgot that, that literally all day we well, you were looking for ponchos for us. All day in Nashville and they were sold out because everybody and their mama thought it was going to storm at the Beyonce concert and everybody thought it was going to start at eight. Like the storms were going to start at eight. Mm-hmm. But once I got to my seat and they were still setting up stuff and it was 730, I was like, it's going to be a while. But it's I, for me, every Beyonce concert experience has been like that. Like it has never started right at start time. And then plus she had so much going on theatrical wise. And if if it does, it's because she had openers. So, I mean, even still, like her show doesn't start like that soon after start time. Even if she does have openers, she probably won't go on for another hour after the openers start. And that's really how most shows actually are. Because I remember when I saw Kanye, Kendrick's set was so quick that I missed his set. And then, like, they were setting up for Kanye's Mountain and stuff, and me and Colton were like, yo, when's Kendrick come on? They were like, Kendrick already performed. We're like, what? Damn. 
Because we were stuck in traffic. But it was just like, I mean, we weren't going to go back in time and <laughs> change anything. But Kanye, that night, we got to Phillips at like 7.30. Kanye didn't go on stage about 9. And, you know, Kanye back then especially was going to give you a full mm-hmm. concert. <clears throat> so it was same thing. Like once you see big artists, that's that's just the wave is on. Yeah, I just feel like that's standard. Yeah, and I'll wait for Beyonce. It's just like what she said. And if it rain, we gonna dance in that rain. It's like damn right, bitch. She said we gonna <laughs> dance in the damn rain. Yeah, and she sounded like somebody mama. That damn rain, and it did not rain a drop. Tell me God don't love Beyonce. Listen here. Y'all don't understand. Nashville looked like it was about to storm. And God said. Not today. Nuh-uh. Not on Beyonce. This little light go shine. Listen here. (laughs) Wasn't a single drop of rain all day. It actually felt good. Like It felt really good in the arena. Yeah. They the the science behind the seating and the the scale of the arena worked because the breeze was just flowing it also made me realize i really do want to go to an nfl game oh hell yeah preferably one that's not outdoors like when titans do the new stadium yeah mercedes benz like when we went to see uh the tide play that that stadium was so nice i was like i could see i gotta experience an nfl game i experienced an nba game but anyway um. So people were up in arms about she was, but they were playing music and shit, getting the vibe ready, and all the music was really like Renaissance coded. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there. They playing old house shit. I'm like, yo, this DJ in his bag, bro. <laughs> I w- listen. I would have waited till midnight for Beyonce. I had already done the hard part by walking. Walking. Mm-hmm. Getting to your seat. Right. Getting my drink. You here now. And then plus where I was sitting, it was like in the club. So all the restaurants and stuff for our section were inside. So I was like, if it rained, I'm just going to go in here and start drinking. Mm. It's going to be expensive. I was going to go in here and just start drinking and get my vibe ready while I wait. But get to our seat. I'm sitting between... Two different groups of women. To my left are women that might be maybe like two or three years older than us, which is my age. Right, yeah. (laughs) And then uh, some girls on my right were a little bit younger. They probably late 20s. So at first it was just, they were like, looking like, who's this nigga just sitting in between? (laughs) A fraud. Right. (laughs) Are you a straight? No, I'm just saying. And then it was also it was niggas that were there clearly to try to hook up with women. Yeah. Which not gonna hold you is not the dumbest idea in the fucking world. It's not. All the bitches are at the Beyonce. All of the bitches are there. (laughs) I saw so many fine women. Everybody had on pretty dope outfits too. Now it was some crazy ones. It's it's always some crazy ones. I ain't going to say everybody had a dope outfit on. But I was self-conscious about my outfit. Yeah. And then Chris was like, okay, Juice, it's cute. I was like, yeah. I'm I'm glad I went for comfort. 
I went I went for the perfect balance and that nigga Thomas tried to talk me out of it because he was like wearing basketball shorts to a Beyonce concert is some nasty business. It's disgusting. Hey, we had the right idea. Some people would say wearing a mini skirt is too, but I did and it was great. It was perfect. I was just giving chill. I liked your fit though. Like that just chill, real chill. I was not trying to go for anything crazy, especially once I realized that I couldn't get the outfit that I wanted. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm just it's just gonna be comfort. I um designed my shirt, got a lot of compliments from it. Oh yeah. I was like, we just, we gotta put that shit out. We do. Like it looked way better than I thought it would. It's a year round shirt. It is. If you a high boy, you a high boy. I am gonna order a long sleeve one. Oh yeah. That'll be dope. Yeah. But uh yeah, my shirt said Hive Boys, which also that hating ass nigga Thomas said, Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I'm a high boy. You should buy one and send it to him. Right. Unknowingly. <laughs> he was like, told me to check the merch. Merch was getting sold out left and right, too. You couldn't get fans or nothing. Oh, I'm sure. After I saw the fan in person, I was like, that shit is dope. It looked heavy, too. I know. That wasn't no cheap fan. The way it clicks. Cause, yeah, because it's... it's What's the girl from Mortal Kombat with the uh, fan? Oh, is it Kitana? Yeah. That's that was the type fan that was. You yeah. could have sliced a bitch with that shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're waiting for the show. I'm just getting anxious, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm here. And then, a, a certain things I had drank started hitting all at once, and I was like, "Woo, buddy, this must be wild!" All at once, I was feeling so relaxed. I sent a message. I mean, I sent a uh, tweet on the close friends, and my nigga Kim hit me up. Yo, you all right? <laughs> you good, nigga? <laughs> I said, yeah, I feel real good. <laughs> um, fast forward. It feels like all of a sudden you look up and then she was just getting on stage. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't like, it wasn't like when the lights dropped, that's when everybody was like, <sighs> We got we got faked out a couple times. Yeah. But like I knew, I knew. I was like, no, this is not it. This is not it. This is not it. We um so she eventually gets on stage and the first she her first four songs are like just she did ballads. Um what was the first song she did? I, was it Dangerously in Love? I think it was Dangerously in Love. Um and then I think it was one plus one, I care. Um, what else? River Deep Mountain High, yeah. which was an Ike and Tina cover, and be. Let's just talk about this. This is just just pure music shit. Y'all know, and I'm a little bit of a music head. Not mm. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to dabble in the musics. Not a little bit. You cannot convince me. Now, granted, I'm Hive, but you cannot convince me that there are two better singers alive that have released an album better than her. 
It's only one that I might consider saying is better, but it still feels like blasphemous, even though it's not blasphemous. Who who do you think I think might be in the running? For vocals? Yeah. She black. Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah. At one time I would I wouldn't put Adele above Beyonce, of course. Right. But I thought about Adele. If somebody said top three, regardless, if you said Adele, Beyonce, and Jasmine Sullivan, I'm not mad at it by any means. Yeah. Beyonce is the best singer alive, though. The way she fucking sounded. The voice control. The runs. The pitch changes. The octave changes. The the strength. Oh, when she covered uh, Mary, Mary J. Blige. Nigga, I got part of that old video. Listen. And I was like, holy shit. I couldn't even. I was in it. I couldn't even pull out my phone. I was like. Because I knew the first parts, I was like, these are the ones that's going to be like just vocal powerhouse shit. I'm like, I got to get this shit so I can remember. Because when she first started singing that shit, I was like, ooh. Ooh. Bro, yeah. Yeah. So she goes through the powerhouse songs and then first outfit change and then they change the set to Renaissance and she come on introducing it. Welcome. To the Renaissance. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, this is <laughs> And then these motherfuckers ain't stopping. These motherfuckers ain't them. Bro. Bro. <sighs> Pull up in these clothes look looks so, so good. Because I'm, I'm in, in that, that hoe. <laughs> All, All these old songs sound so good. Because I'm, I'm on, on that, that hoe. Ho. Dead ass. <laughs> Dead ass. It's not the diamonds. These motherfuckers ain't stop. It's not the pearls. I'm that girl. I'm that girl. It's just that I'm that girl. It's not my man. Bro, bro, I, so- I, I think it was so perfect that she introed with the ballads. Like, it was like a warm up for her and a warm up for us. Yeah, like it brought us back to what we know her for, and like gave her a moment to just like slow it down and really sing. Yeah, and then oh, what's what? that? Um, that's either a gnat or a mosquito. It shouldn't be mosquitoes. I get mosquito treatment. Them motherfuckers, it's baby. One of them tiny little black ones. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they be biting. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just thought that that was so, like, perfect because it's it's not expected. Like we think in Renaissance, she finna come out here, you Hit know, in, in, the, in, the, in the bee outfit, kick down the doors and shit. But she came out. Ball gown, old Hollywood, just style. her and the mic, 
And the mic was on. Laying down the vocals effortlessly, song into song. Everybody singing along. It's just magic, bro. That part, I think that might be my favorite intro. Like, pull us in. And then blow our mind. Hit us with the nostalgia. Get us hype. And then, like, blast off. And she blasts off. And I do like that they used the uh, lift off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Wasn't enough people singing that for me either. I was like, Like, y'all don't know? Y'all went on Watch the Throne? (laughs) That's the thing. It's some people that don't really fuck with the the whole shit. And I'm like, I'm both. Like, bro, you got to be both at this point. We We hive and hove. Right. (laughs) Right. Hove hive, my nigga. The hove hive. (laughs) (laughs) This a marriage, baby. Bro, yeah. I was like, bro, which y'all don't know this? Like, y'all don't know this. How y'all don't know this? Same thing with, uh, what song was it? She did one song with, I feel like she did one song off of the Carter album. Like, maybe it was an interlude or something. People weren't saying. Was it summertime? No. It was one song in like the video, the visuals that pe- like the girls around me were not singing. And I'm like, y'all don't know. I can't remember. But gets in a renaissance shit and she's going through them songs. And I'm just like waiting for certain like moments. And then like some, some of them she would flip. And I'm like, when look the fake out of when she started playing sweet dreams bro she kept flipping shit on us sweet dreams is one of my favorite beyonce songs because that beat is crazy we was on our toes um so she goes to i'm that girl and then cozy when she did cozy was dope too and then alien superstar of course Mm -hmm. went off when she did cuff it, bruh, that shit was electric. Everybody was lit. And then as it started leading in to break my soul. Oh, yeah. No. um, It's cuff it and, and uh, heat it. Um, no, not heat it. Energy. Energy. Yeah. And then what was it after energy? Break my soul. Yeah. And then she did the Break My Soul remix, the Vogue remix. Mm-hmm. And, bruh, we're going to have to talk about one day. Madonna is that girl. Just because oh, yeah. she, she shouted out Madonna. Just because the whites overrated her, like it seemed like they were hyping her up. Madonna is that girl. Yeah. Because Madonna made her mark. Yeah. And then. And then the, the church girl. I love church girl. Yeah. When she did plastic off the sofa, though, the singing. The vocals, like, to go from, that's what I'm saying. It just be the range. Like, this bitch be full-blown, hardcore singing, and then just, like, whisper angelic singing. I do like that she did. Plastic off the sofa and Virgo's groove, like the way that the album did it. Yeah. Because she knew, like, this is what motherfuckers came for. Mm-hmm. Hearing her do Virgo's groove in person is one of the greatest achievements of my life. 
that seventy shit. She rocked that shit, bro. Like this, like Beyonce is sitting in a clam, laying down, belting out Virgo's groove, and sounds amazing. Amazing, amazing. Look, look. Now I'm thinking about it. Virgo's groove and blow could be a bomb ass mashup. My only gripe of the whole fucking uh, concert was she did not do uh, blow. Yeah. Because if she had done blow. I feel like that would have been a perfect mashup. Virgo's mm-hmm. groove into blow. And then I felt like it was over too soon. But that shit was two and a half hours. Long. I know. <laughs> and she worked for the money. And then she did one of my favorite parts of the album. I'm glad she she skipped over Thick. <laughs> I don't like Thick. I don't know why. I just don't like Thick and always in always yeah. in my mind. Thick Thick isn't bad, but I feel like after a couple of lines, it's just like I get it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I feel you on that one. But I do love that album. Don't get me wrong. It's just I skip Thick. Um, I I think it's commendable to to do the same vocals that you laid on the tracks for the album in person because a lot of people don't do that. No, a lot of people can't do that. No, she did all of them runs. Yeah. plastic off the sofa. Every single one. She didn't skip one. She did them the same way that that was on the song. You know how many people tried to do them runs? Remember that run challenge on TikTok of everybody doing Right, them? and people being out of <laughs> breath and shit. Bruh. Where is... I have one with uh, Burger's Groove. I can't, I can't find it right now. But... So, yeah. And then she uh, lets her background singers have a moment and them motherfuckers are singing their ass off. And I was like... I need this album now. If she don't get her, uh, if she don't get this Destiny Child too, listen, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> every damn background vocalist could blow. Yes, every single one. It wasn't a weak one. It wasn't. Every single one of them had range and strength. And just like control and talent. And then together. And her dancers was balling. Uh, Lay Twins. Oh, yeah. They were killing it. So glad she brought them back for this one. Um, I feel like that was like perfect. Yeah. Because they kept the energy going. And then she referred to them as her first set of twins. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh my. Just imagine being the late, the late twins. Right. And Beyonce is calling you her first set of twins. Mother. <laughs> Would have melted right there on the stage. And then they did uh, America Has a Problem. <sighs> when she came out that stage. Bro, the way she was moving and grooving. The intro. Heard you got 
up seeing uh, the background vocalist leave out because we were in fucking rideshare lot for so long. We seen, I think we seen everybody leave out. Like all the buses rolled through at one time. But like I could see their hair. Like I saw the girl with blue hair mm-hmm. next to the girl with the red hair. And I was like, oh my God, they're going to singers. I saw Beyonce and them leave and it looked like Joe Biden was in uh, his she presidential. Had, she had the Secret Service out there. Right. She had motor cops and everything. Like, the motherfuckers was on bikes. I was like, this shit lit. Yeah, that shit's amazing. But, and then she did uh, Love on Top. Mm. Another. Listen. That's bucket list shit. That probably is the her biggest crowd participation song to date. And that's a hard song to sing. Because the, the crowd will keep that one going. She had to cut us off. Yeah. She was like, all right, nigga. She was like, y'all got my perfect pitch. Right. Like, yeah, girl. We've been singing this for years. What <laughs> right. you mean? This is wedding song for probably half of the people in this motherfucker. We've been singing this since 2011. Bro. So she did that. And then she did uh, Crazy in Love. And she did the walk. And I was just like, man, that's a fine motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> also, when she did uh, Black Parade. Mm. And I was like, bro, the white people just kind of set on back. Uh-huh. And I was in there lit. And then she had the fist the- moment. Bro, we was we was in solidarity <laughs> right. for a minute. Right. It was not letting up. And then she had the Pan African flag. Kim texted me. I texted you. I was like, <laughs> and I'm just. She's speaking to us. When she was on that bike thing, I mean, on that uh, tank thing with the uh, where she was on top, and she had the like the mini stripper pole, the half pole that she was. That's when the lust started coming, guys. I was like, God damn, it's a fun motherfucker, bruh. That body was banging. Listen, she goes on tour and gets whipped into shape quick. Not that she ever be out of shape for real, but you can tell. I was like, man, I should not be looking at a married woman like this. But goddamn, we hove. When I was telling everybody like how long the show was, they were just like, oh, like there must have been breaks, and I was like, no, no. She she the only break she takes is to change. Costumes and the party is still going. Nothing she is will change down. and come right back out. Yeah, she had what at least six or seven changes, probably more than that. Because she started with the red, came back in this in the silver, did a couple in the silver. She had the camo outfit for a minute. She had I on forgot a, about camo. The other red piece, but no, that was just a visual. Yeah, she had on. um the the bee the um, bee thing the one with the hand the hands body suit that's that's um, my favorite because it was her hand movements it was making it yeah, yeah making it, make it look like an illusion the pink ivy park she had on the dress with the hat that she did America has a problem in mm-hmm. little mini dress um she had she had another I feel like silver outfit when she was up in the air at the end of the show? Because yeah. wasn't it like a jacket? Yeah. Or something? And then that first one when she was on Renee. 
It's so funny. We named <laughs> we named the horse. <laughs> the horse is named Renee. And she, Renee Sant. <laughs> um, but yeah, that shit was just amazing, bro. And that's that's bucket list shit. Top motherfucking tier, bro. Top tier. <laughs> Who are your, well, I mean, you've already seen Beyonce, but who is your remaining, like, bucket list people would be like, I have to see them before, you know, what Mm. happens to all of us. For me, mine is Hove, because I still haven't seen Hove, which is insane. For sure. Um, I want to see Kendrick. Same. Usher. Same. Um... These two, I I would love to see, but if it doesn't happen, I I would love to see Stevie, and I would love to see Paul McCartney. Oh, Stevie! I gotta see Paul McCartney because that's that's the best Beatle. And I was one of them kids when I was younger, be like, John's the best Beatle. Like, no, Paul McCartney is easily <laughs> the best fucking Beatle. It's not even fucking close. If you've seen uh the Let It Be sessions on Disney Plus. And you see that nigga literally coming up with get back in real time. It's like, mm-mm. there's one of those. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Kendrick for sure. Usher for sure. I would like to see Drake, but he's not. If I don't see Drake, it's not the end of my world. Yeah, I'll be okay. I want to see Lil Wayne. I don't think Lil Wayne's on my list. Lil Wayne, now that he seems like he's more sober than he used to be, he's not doing the hard drugs. Probably puts on a better show, for sure. And he's getting his classics now. I would love to see Lil Wayne. I need either, like, lounge, intimate moment, or, like, smaller arena with Jamie Foxx. I can see that. Like if Jamie Foxx had an NPR, a tiny de- yeah, a tiny desk or NPR. I want to go to a, a tiny desk. Yeah, that'll be lit too. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Everybody else is just kind of like if I see him, I see him. I ain't gonna hold you. I would like to see a Taylor Swift concert. Nah. Just to experience it. Nah. <laughs> nah. You got that. <laughs> you got that big dog. That's all you. <laughs> I don't hate Taylor Swift. I just they be trying to make her this gonna be controversial. They be trying to make her the white Beyonce and that. That's not it. Taylor That's Swift is it. she's a beautiful gowns. To <laughs> Great quote, gowns. To quote another legend. Rita. <laughs> What do you think about Taylor Swift gowns? Beautiful gowns. gowns. Beautiful gowns. Um, I don't think I could tolerate a Taylor Swift concert. I definitely don't think I could tolerate Taylor Swift fans. Swifties are one of the most annoying fan bases ever, which is weird because Taylor Swift seems like a genuine person. Yeah, but her fan, the music that she puts out, though, I feel like is so young reaching that she probably pulls a lot of like middle school girls 
I will say her last couple albums, like Midnight's is a grown album. I'm such a fucking nerd. Like, well, actually. I don't but, know nothing about it. <laughs> told y'all I'm a little bit of a music head. Um, and there's random bands I would like to see. I, I wanted to see Weezer a couple weeks ago, but I was I, like, I I just not did not have the money for it. Smashing Pumpkins are supposed to be coming to Huntsville in a couple months. I would like to see them. Okay, Huntsville. We, we, we've we been putting on uh, some good lineups at the Orion. Snoop, Wiz, and Too Short are coming in a couple weeks, too. What? Yeah. I heard about Snoop. They all going to be in the same? Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Snoop is doing Doggy Style, and I think Wiz is doing uh, Cushion OJ in full. And then he got too short on top of it. Cushion OJ was like such a nostalgic. That's going to send me straight back to junior, senior year right. college. Partying over here. <laughs> um, Who else would I? I would like to see Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. I got to see the strokes before they do whatever happens to them. Um, I want to see the Pixies because Kim Deal's not in the Pixies anymore. Um, But, yeah. The must-sees, Stevie, Paul McCartney, Jay-Z, Kendrick, and... I could do a Jasmine Sullivan concert. I would like to see a Jasmine Sullivan concert. Ari. I would like to see Ari. Oh, true, true, true. She seems like she gives a good-ass fucking performance. From what I've seen, she does. And she be looking good. And Ari be cracking the jokes. She's so damn goofy. I am in love with Ari Lennox. A lot of niggas are. (laughs) You know, it's just... We don't talk about this enough. It's a certain type of, like, woman, singer... That niggas be like fully in love with. Jill Scott has that effect on niggas. Mm. Jill Scott just has sex appeal though. Like she is, she has like effortless, effortless sexiness about her. The way she talks, the way she dresses, like just the way she carries herself. Like, yeah, it's like sex is within that woman. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not. It's not performative. Yeah. It's just natural, like... It's confident. That's why when niggas be trying to project on Twitter, like, them weird-ass niggas that clearly don't know any black women or black men that love uh, Jill Scott, they be like, but I mean, she's fat. be like, that don't mean shit, That ain't stopped now, nigga, before. We gotta... Look, bro. Big girls be knocking niggas out of their fucking bed all the fucking time. Bruh. fuck out <laughs> they the ones choosing nigga swear I swear and then niggas be getting their feelings and then skinny women be getting their feelings bruh Jill Scott on niggas list <laughs> I feel like Ari has like a homegirl slash like girl you grew up with that just turned out to be a baddie mm. And she's just funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's like wifey material. Yeah. I would love to see Lauren Hill. If she gonna show up on time. 
list. Erica Badu didn't. So look, I will wait for Beyonce. I will be mad if Lord Hill shows up ten minutes late. <laughs> Badu was an hour and forty five minutes late. Like, and then only performed for forty five minutes when we went to see her in Atlanta. I was pissed. Like excited. But then, like, when it ended, when she left, I was, like... Disgusted. <laughs> Bitch, what? You did see Nas. I want to see Nas, too. How was Nas? Nas was great. Nas was amazing. Nas, I feel like... I would like to see Nas... Like, he did that Carnegie Hall thing. I would like to see Nas with, like, a full orchestra. Mm. Or, like, almost like a lounge vibe where it's, like, he's just doing... The jazzy tracks, or yeah. just doing, um, just stuff off Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nas was great. That, he opened for Badu. Um, it was weird because like he did his set, and then I think they tried to bring him back out when she needed more time, and I was just like, okay. Like that's when I was getting to the point where I was like, she ain't coming. There's no way. Like they stalling too much. They kept bringing people back out. And then we would still be waiting like 20 minutes in between. And I'm just like, y'all don't know what's going on here. Right. So. I'm trying to think who else. We've lost so many legends that I never got to see. But who is somebody on earth that I would love to see? I have all these like weird like music people would be like, I would love to see David Byrne. Byrne. <laughs> like, who? I would like to see Madison Ryan Ward do an intimate session. Her voice is amazing. Isaiah Rashad, I would love to see. Like, I feel like he gives a good show. Um, like I said, I, I'd like to see Drake. I'm just... Drake make me... I, the way you feel about Taylor Swift is the way I feel about Drake. <laughs> I don't want to be around a whole bunch of young niggas. <laughs> I have no desire. Oh, Being brother. around the children of the beehive, we're teaching them the ways of our people. Right, right, right. I, I take honor in that. We're teaching them the ways of being a member of the hive. Mm-hmm. It's an important thing. I just got initiated with this hive gang, gang, gang. Bro. Your first Beyonce experience was Renaissance. That is wild. I know. <coughs> um, that is wild. Also, we got to give a shout out to Steph. Oh, yeah, for sure. Stephanie is an amazing woman. She's so hospitable. When we left, Chris was like, so basically, Steph is just a badass. I was like. Yes. Pretty much. The ultimate badass. Pretty much. Like, the badass that is just like, it is what it is. It's a normal day. This is baller shit we do over here, player. (laughs) Stephanie is just like good vibes. Like. I love having conversations with her because she gets it. Yeah. And then, like, that's my nigga, bro. (laughs) Straight up. She's always, like, so uplifting. She's so knowledgeable. Like, ask her about anything. She will tell you or direct you into where you need to go. Right. Like, we were asking her about, like, where to go, what to eat. She knows every nook and cranny of Nashville. Yeah, she does. Like, I was just asking her random places. Like, the week before Beyonce, she sent me, like, eight different restaurants. 
Yeah. She was like, that we can try. We can try this. We can do this. Mm-hmm. We can do this. This is out, outdoor market that day. We can try. Yep. And She'd then, be having a whole itinerary. And I aspire to be like Stephanie when I grow up because her apartment is dope as fuck. That shower, you didn't get to experience that. The renovations, though, just made it top to her kitchen. Nigga, her kitchen is goals. I sent my mama a picture, I mean, a video of that cabinet that pulled out like that. Did she show you? No. I got a video because I was like, this shit is amazing. I was like, do that again. I was just appalled by the countertops and the counter space. And she got the soft clothes though. Yeah. Like and the soft clothes was on everything. On the, too. On the drawers too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I was like, bruh. We love a soft clothes drawer. Um, but yeah, Steph was an amazing host. Uh before y'all came over Sunday, when she was cooking, she was in there cooking, cooking. Oh yeah. And then like I was like, man, and then I'm just playing music. And it's just vibing. And it's just like, dude, this shit is dope. Like, perfect Sunday shit. Like, I'm playing music at the end of the counter. She's flying all over the kitchen, just dancing in the middle while making baller-ass fucking food. And that's when I was like, I gotta get, like, Steph. Steph, listen, that's what she do. That food was so goddamn good, bro. Every time I go there, she makes at least one meal for me. Like, when I was going there, she was like, either we can go to this ramen place or I can make you bison tacos. And I was like, there's no losing in this situation. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> First of all, who the fuck is just eating bison, bison ta- willy-nilly? <laughs> just bison tacos. Be like, When she mentioned that, I was like, what? Now, my daddy do like bison meat. He loves a bison burger. But bison tacos, I was like, oh. yeah. Man, culinary as fuck. I know that's what I was like. I gotta start cooking, bro. <laughs> the way like she felt like you could see the joy, and she was like for cooking for people she fucked with. Yeah, I was like, I need that feeling. Yeah. I just like playing dope music for people. If I could give them dope ass food and music, that's the vibe. That's right grown, like that's grown people shit that I'm trying to get to. That's all you need on a Sunday. Yeah. Then we had fucking green lemonade and whatever kind of wine that was. Look, I know. I was like, this is sounded a- German. I don't know. I couldn't pronounce it. Bro, I told Steph, I was like, I'm glad I have bougie friends that was just as bougie as me. And she just died laughing. I was like, green lemonade? She was like, yeah, we got to get our greens in. <laughs> Right. And she was so matter of fact about it. I was like, you know what? We do got to get our <laughs> you greens are in. right, bitch. We got to get our greens in. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was a wonderful weekend. Um, yeah. That like, uh, that was a great experience. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a minute before I go anywhere because that shit was so expensive. But look, man. And it was... I talked to my therapist yesterday and I told him about like going to the concert and stuff. And I told him that was the first weekend I've had off, like the full weekend off in two or three years. He's like, what? And then I was like, even before that, it was probably been years. So 
So he gave like my homework for this week. I don't know. I might have to cut this out. My homework for this week is to have an hour of each day where I do something I want to do. Cause I told him, I feel like I do so much shit that I don't want to do. Mm. He was like, out of a hundred, how much percentage of things you feel like you, you want to do that you do? Like, where you plan it? And I was like, 15, 20% maybe. He said, that's, no, you can't do that. Yeah. So I'm going to try to live my life a little bit better. I think, I feel like if I use that hour for like something creative. It'll turn into more than an hour. That's for sure. Yeah. But it's like, I be getting so tired from work. I just be like coming home and I just like drink beer and just watch stupid shit. Bro, that's exactly how I am. Like, my mom be asking me, like, did you get all your your closet set up? Did you get everything hung up? And I'm like, no. I have been having to work in the right. midst of all that. I had to work during my move. I haven't had time or energy to do shit. Yeah. that's Like, the... when you get off work. I used to wonder why when my dad got off, he would just go sit in his room pop popcorn and just watch ESPN all day because I just to me and I feel like honestly for most people like the end of the work day is the end of the day yeah like that is it you have done your doings all day at work I'm gonna go home and take these clothes off and put these shorts on and I'm chill and I'm gonna sit the fuck down <laughs> and I'm gonna shut the fuck <laughs> right? up <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally that's why I, I have to set days aside to get my shit together because I'm not Same. doing it after work. I'm damn sure not doing it before work. My off day is dedicated to laundry. Uh, getting any appointment I have, whether it be a barber shop, therapy, or whatever. Yeah. And my goal is to have at least one dope ass meal and drink something nice. But I just got to get better at just time management. So, all this stuff is going on this weekend. I'm not even checking my phone for I ain't on Twitter like I usually am. True. I'm like... A bitch trying to survive in this heat. <laughs> <laughs> I walked like 12,000 steps Saturday. It had to be more. Yeah, it had to be. Because going there, I was at like. Did y'all, did y'all Uber to the. Like, where did y'all's Uber drop? Y'all, or no, y'all parked. Yeah, we were with Steph's co worker. Yeah. Ooh, it was nice meeting her too that was nice and I met uh, her neighbor mm, I've never seen her neighbor yeah but she came over and she was pre-gaming with us a little bit that's dope um but yeah we we parked in that deck and then we walked the uh the walking bridge <sighs> And then, like, when we left the stadium, I had to walk literally around the stadium to get back to where y'all were. That is so crazy. Yeah. That's pretty much what we had to do to get back to the ride share pickup. 
Yeah. I was over where the ride share was. Oh, God. Yeah. So that's why, like, when you called me, like, where are you at? I was like, I'll be there in a little bit. And then you dropped the pin, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Listen. <sighs> we, I think, went through five or six canceled Ubers. The first one that I called, like, he was talking about he was somewhere near 7-Eleven. And I was like, I don't see no 7-Eleven over here. Like, what are you talking about? Then after, like, 15 minutes, he canceled. And then, so when... When your Uber cancels, it'll automatically connect you to another one. But, like, the connecting time took, like, 20, 30 minutes. I think we had, I can't remember. Steph was the one doing the Uber where we kept getting canceled. So, we ended up walking down by the Omni. And it was people that had gotten Ubers. That's where my sister was at, Omni. And then a taxi pulled up just trying to get people and Steph was like, you want to try to get it? I was like, yeah. She took off running for it. And I'm just behind her just. <laughs> you got it. Right. <laughs> she got us. She got us. Go, Steph, go. <laughs> so, yeah, we that's where we went to uh, Jack Brown's. And then we got an Uber from there. Um, it wasn't even no taxis coming through the ride share lot. I seen one. And it was a van, and it was full of people. That's what they were doing over by, like, if you got to the hotels, they were doing that. Yeah. Just pull up, jump in. Now, them niggas was taxing. Oh, I bet. That ride uh, from there to Jack Brown's was. Oh, yeah. I was, I was thinking 60. I want to say. If it had been an Uber, it would have been 60. Um. One of the ones that I booked that ended up getting canceled, which after seeing that price, I did not care about it getting canceled, was like fifty something dollars, like fifty three dollars, and our B and B was only one point four miles away from the stadium. I was like, bruh, the Lord knew, because paying that much just to get halfway down the street. Now, I did have emergency, like, look, man. Guys, I don't know if y'all understand this. It's not even about the fat factor. <laughs> I can handle walking. I have this thing called psoriasis. Mm. And I unfortunately have it on the bottom of my feet. Mm. So this brother was in, has been in pain since Beyonce. Damn. You got to soak them feet, my guy. That's what my mama said. You got soaky feet. You got Epsom you got to, salt? No. You need some hot, super hot water and Epsom salt. Oof. And you got to stick it in there when the water hot. That's the only way it's going. <laughs> so right, bro. If all the real Sarias gang gang out here understand that shit. Having that shit on the bottom of your feet fucking sucks. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's what I was nervous about. The last time I went somewhere, like, my feet, like, this is before I was on medication, so my feet were fucking cracking, and it was, like, I was literally crying. Mm. I didn't have that problem this time because medication works, guys. Even topicals. Topicals work. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but luckily, I made it through. Um, 
and I I got a rental car just because I'm not I wasn't driving my fucking truck up there. I get 13 miles ago. Yeah. <laughs> so I rented a Chevy Malibu. Ah, bro, that might be the next purchase. You think so? I told my brother the car. The next car I get is the car before the car. Before like the big like it's the warm up car. Yeah. Like this is the car that is just steady, reliable. It's got some of the features I want, not all the features, but we'll work on that later. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep the truck regardless. That thing was nice, and I went to Nashville and back, and went to work the next day, and still had over a fourth of a tank of gas. Yeah. And wasn't no way I was going to do that in that truck. Bro, them gas savers. And it was only like $39 a, a day. Really? Damn, yeah. you lucked out. Where did you get that from? Airport? Enterprise on... Uh, Jordan. Hmm. One over by like that. Popeyes and Jacks. Mm-hmm. If you get a mid-sized truck... I mean, a mid-sized car... It's not that bad. Yeah. Either get the economy car or get the mid-sized car. You in your 30s a day. <sighs> when you fuck up is when they be trying to upsell you. Yeah. Like, I was in there and I uh, <laughs> I walked in. I was like, yeah, I'm here for a pickup for blah, blah, blah. And then the guy was like, so you doing anything interesting this weekend? I was like, yeah, I'm going to a Beyonce concert. He said, oh, Beyonce. It was four black women in that uh, waiting room. They heard Beyonce. I'm jealous. And I was like, you should be. <laughs> right. God's favorite. As you should be. Move out the way. <laughs> but then, like, I was the topic of conversation. They were like, I wish I was going to Beyonce in it. And then he was like, oh, if you go to Beyonce, you should get a Wagoneer. And I was thinking, the devil's a goddamn liar. Them Wagoneers, that is some luxury shit. Right. Like, I'm not getting the car to drive and park in front right. of the arena. Right. <laughs> I'm getting a car for me. I knew nobody was going to be in that car but me. That was the easy. Like, I didn't have to worry about cleaning out that car. The only thing in that car was uh, I had four empty liquid deaths <laughs> in my shit. Yeah. That I didn't even have to vacuum. I love a rental car. I love, I like rental cars and like hotels. Yeah, it's just something fun about it. Yeah, because it's just like it's it's a play date. I yeah, don't, like, like I don't. It's a new toy, right? It's like fuck it. But that thing had an, a nice sunroof, and then it had the Wi-Fi. Mm. I was like, this is nice. Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh. Not the Wi-Fi. But it had the sunroof that was like, that goes all the way back. The panoramic sunroof? Yeah. I was Ooh. like, so. Like, no wonder you want that shit. I know. I was like, hey, man. Hey. And I looked at the prices. I was like, hey, we might be able to make some shit pop on this one. That isn't within the range. But yeah, that was fun. I usually don't even like, I don't usually rent cars. I don't, you know this, I don't drive places by myself. 
So it was good to get out of my comfort zone. I rented one car and it was a Jeep and I've been in love with Jeeps ever since. It's something about riding high. The only other rental I ever had was when I had got my truck fixed for that two weeks and I had that rental F-150 and it was a Lariat. Mm. I thought she was big boss, wasn't it? I was so disappointed when I picked up my truck. I loved my truck <laughs> until I got that truck. Yeah. And then I was like, this piece of shit. <laughs> this one was still somewhat new. That thing was different, though. Yeah. And I was like, and then they, uh, State Farm paid for that truck. Because they were like, I mean, we're not going to give you a car for this. We'll just give you a truck. All right. Hell yeah. The only thing about that truck is it didn't have running boards. And then that's when I realized the importance of having goddamn running boards in a truck. Because my truck came with running boards. Mm -hmm. Bro, it rained one day I had that truck. I tried to climb in that motherfucker. I fell all the way out. Oh, hell no. And I fell on concrete and I was like, It's like that old family guy thing where Peter hits his knees like. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) I can only imagine. I was in pain. That's dangerous. Why don't they have those? It's it's optional for some people. But then some people buy the truck and be like, yo, add the running boards. Mm -hmm. And then the new ones now, they have the running boards that pop out when you uh, open the door. I can't afford that. <laughs> I want a Jeep. But I can't afford that at the moment. I don't know what my like final car I want. I thought about like if I want like a Genesis or something. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know either. It depends on if I ever make any cheering or not. I know. <laughs> Honestly. If I don't, like I'm gonna get a Jeep at some point in time, but I just uh, I feel like I have to keep me a sports car on deck. It's just in my blood. Last week, we saw that Carly Russell allegedly had been abducted because she saw a baby on the side of the highway. Mm. Now, this is the thing that I didn't even think about. So, if you don't know, Carly Russell. It is a 25-year-old black woman who lives, I believe, in Hoover, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, she called 911 on, I believe, Thursday and said that she had seen a baby on the side of the road and she was stopping and uh, 911 sent somebody there and she called her sister-in-law and while on the phone, they heard her scream and nobody had heard from her since then. So, of course, everybody's worried, praying, and looking for her and stuff. Two days go by, and then Saturday, she shows up at her parents' house in Hoover Safe. Everybody's like, good, she's alive. They've taken her to the hospital. So, she's going to get checked out, and hopefully, we figure out what's going on with this. The only thing is... The allegations, I mean, the people started saying crazy shit. Be like saying they didn't believe the, like, what 
the narrative was. And that um, people were casting down on it. Now, initially, I was just like, no, we believe victims. We believe black women. Mm -hmm. Because black women are, uh, you know, abducted every day. And they don't get uh, the mainstream media attention that some of our sisters of fairer shades get, we'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Some of our cousins... From across the water. Right. From across the plantation. Uh, <laughs> everybody knows them white. Uh, the white people with your name in your hometown. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, of course, you know, the right wing trolls and the fucking fuck niggas on the internet. Oh, believe blah, blah, blah. And then I'm just like, I'm not going to listen to you lame-ass niggas say anything. Y'all just want excuses to not believe black women, which I still think is true. Even though this black woman was lying. And I don't understand why. We're still trying to get to the bottom of the why. So many things that I just don't understand. You know what's crazy is like when I first saw that, Normally, like, I'll share stuff like that. Same. But I did it this time, and I don't know if it was just because I was busy or what, but I didn't share it. i am be all the way honest with you. I talked to some one of our friends earlier, and I was on the same wave. After that second day, I was kind of like... It's a wrap. Just knowing what I know, usually those mm-hmm. things don't turn out well. What they say after 48 hours? Yeah. After the first 48? <laughs> but I did also didn't know all the details of everything. I just heard the thing of she saw a baby on the side. And I remember that they had that thing a couple years ago where people were leaving like strollers on the side. Mm-hmm. Of the street hoping to abduct people. Mm-hmm. So I just figured that was all tied in. The world's so fucked up. It's not weird to think that somebody was abducted as a woman in this world. Because it happens literally every day. So. I, I found it weird that we didn't get like a story at first. But I understood like that's a traumatic thing. This is where I'm thinking in my head. But I go about my business with this Beyonce thing. Then I tune back in and like catching up with shit from the weekend. And people are like Carly lied and started like calling her Jesse Smollett. And I'm like, huh? What's going on? And then Wednesday. So yesterday they held a press conference. That was 23 minutes, and they laid out some of the inaccuracies that happened. A whole lot of stupid shit was going on. First and foremost, now I don't like to call women bitches just willy-nilly, but I feel like if I accidentally refer to her as a bitch in this segment, y'all got to understand. She brought that on herself. The game is the game. (laughs) So, 
This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Off the rip. This bitch had the most suspicious Googles I had seen since Casey Anthony killed her goddamn child. Yeah, like to this day, I still don't know what the fuck her end goal was. Like she Googled <laughs> how to steal money out of a register without getting caught. How to uh, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert, which is some nasty business. Right. And like how old is too <laughs> what old is the cutoff for an Amber Alert? Alert? Which <laughs> bitch, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> She didn't want an Amber Alert. She was making sure it wasn't going to have to be like a, a, a auntie alert. <laughs> Not an auntie alert. <laughs> She's like, is this still an Amber Alert or am I too old? <laughs> she Googled a uh, one-way ticket from Birmingham to Nashville, which, as we just told you, we were in Nashville this weekend. They like, she took... Uh, she took Beyonce's lyrics a little too far. I want to go missing. Mm. <laughs> she finna get cuff it, cuff it though. <laughs> America uh. does have a problem. Soul broken. <laughs> Um, what else did she Google? She Googled so much stupid shit. And then she Googled Taken 2. And then it's just like, what the fuck was she thinking? Like, what was the reason? What was the reason? It sounds like she lost her mind or some shit. Yeah. Then, then like the snacks. All right, let's talk about the snacks because that was the thing that really was just like, okay, so she ordered tzatzikis, <laughs> which red flag number one. Nobody likes tzatzikis more than like Zoe's or Kava. <sighs> Shit, I love tzatzikis. I don't know what you're talking about. Over Zoe's? Yeah. I wouldn't say over Kava, but definitely over Zoe's. Hey. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like tzatzikis. Look, I like all Mediterranean and Mediterranean uh, variations yeah. and uh, gentrifications. Kava did knock everybody out the park, though. Hey, Kava is the bully on the block. Top two and not two. Um, so she ordered tzatzikis. She got tzatzikis. And I believe she went to Target and got snacks. Mm-hmm. And... I, th- I believe some other random things like a rope and stuff. This, this is just what the streets have said. So she makes that call. When they get to her car, they don't see. Uh, her phone is there. Her wig is there. The tzatzikis is there, but the snacks are not there. I'm just like... Who's trying to make themselves look abducted, but you took the snacks? Ma'am. She left the phone and took the snacks. Ma'am. She left the wig and took the snacks. 
She's breaking all kind of black girl code. She just needed a break from life. I want to go miss. Girl, if you needed some time off work, all you had to do was call out. Hey, she had PTO. Now, just <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I want to go missing sometimes too, but I don't plan to get myself abducted. You know what I do? You take a day off and you sit in your house and you get high as shit. <laughs> like a normal goddamn adult. <laughs> you don't plan a fucking Amber Alert for yourself. Well, you a grown bitch. <laughs> you got the nation involved in this. And here's the serious... Uh, this is the serious thing. Um, To do that to your parents... Yeah. Is so fucking evil. Anything that come to her, that's on her. I get her parents gonna ride for her regardless. That's their fucking job. They ain't my goddamn job. Fuck her. What, like, what was the reason? Nothing in the world could make me want to put that evil on my fucking parents. I just need to know. She had her mama sitting up there crying, thinking that her baby might be getting harmed or is dead. I'm, listen, ooh, if that was my mama, my, my ass would have been grass. The beat, I got to quit using my mama's whole government <laughs> name. Uh, The big homie... <laughs> The OG would have beat my fucking ass to this day. I'm 34 years old. She would have beat the fuck out of me. You got to start calling her P-Dub. P-Dub. <laughs> I've been using my mama's whole goddamn government name. like Project Pat. Project Pat. Hey, she from Sugar Hill. <laughs> That's the project in my parents' hotel. <laughs> She technically from down the street, but once you grow, if you grow up down the street from a project, yeah, that's it. You, you probably, yeah, the that's vicinity, your neighbors are the projects, yeah. the jets. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, if I did that to my mom, she would beat the fuck out of me. The other thing is immediately. My funny ass fucking family would roast me for the rest of my fucking life. Oh my god! It, imagine. Where's DJ? <laughs> imagine though. Imagine the talk. Anybody want snacks? Work talk. <laughs> Oh, she definitely got fired from her fucking job. She stole shit from the job, too. And that shit went missing. It had to be the money out the cash register. She had $107 in her sock, which is some nasty business. Who has odd change in their sock? Anybody who's ever put money in their sock, and I have done this, always has an even amount of money. Baby, if you're going to steal, I'm going to need you to get more than $100. These last two dollars. <laughs> I'm not going to lose. <laughs> but no. It, that whole thing is just nasty. And then. Alright here's the one thing I will. This, this is the last serious thing about this. I'll talk about. Because <laughs> all of this shit is funny to me. Because for one. Luckily a black woman wasn't harmed. But. 
first and she foremost, she caused harm to herself in the long run, though, because she finna she finna go to the big one. Mm-hmm. All because she wanted a little clout. That is a major federal crime. Yeah. If you call the police on some bullshit, they coming after your ass. You going to jail. Guess who's you, going to jail you tonight? Faked, you didn't fake the whole abduction? Badly. And 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 didn't leave them out of it because she called the police about this alleged baby that she seen on the side of the road. So it's not like you just went missing and didn't reach out to nobody. Right. Which is what you could have done if you were a normal person. It would have been fucked up, don't get me wrong, but you wouldn't have got nobody involved. Because what? You done called your sister and then screamed on the phone. (laughs) This shit is like a a bad uh, Law & Order SVU episode. It's just too coincidental. Like, uh, yeah. So this is a serious thing. I've seen people. I talked to one of our listeners this morning. And they were like, it kind of sucks that people are, will use this now to not believe women and victims and black women. And I used to be on that way, not saying that nobody should feel that way because I totally understand that. But to me, I feel like those people will automatically use any excuse not to believe women. So we can't center their hypothetical opinions yeah. in the things we do. So back to the stupid shit. The funny thing was somebody was like, where have I heard this story before? I was on the highway and a fucking baby I see that. was running on the highway. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Shit's crazy. So I get out the car. I start chasing the baby. In my mind, I'm like, why are you running, baby? That, that's what I'm thinking, right? I'm like, what do you do? Because I can't just grab the baby and throw the baby in the car. That's kidnapping. Sorry, I'm late. I'm on the highway. <laughs> Serena's pregnant again? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. She's she's getting close. Um, That girl said that she saw a baby on the highway, and they were like, well, she was on the phone for the equivalent of six football fields. Get the fuck out of here, lady. Yep. And then allegedly they said this is all over some nigga. Yeah, like that's, I'm just very confused. What? What was the reason? I just want to know, like, what were you expecting to get out of this nigga, though? Sympathy, maybe? A, A phone call? But you're abducted, so how? And you don't have your phone. You know? People are crazy. Bro. If you were going to kidnap yourself, what snacks would you go with? (laughs) The other nasty part of the shit is... The snack she stole, she said that that's what her kidnappers were feeding her. But she also said that she hadn't been essayed or uh, violated or punched or, you know, anything in any kind of way. 
and they just took pictures of her and fed her Cheez-Its. Like, I don't think I would have snacks. It would just be a whole ass meal, honestly. You tzatziki out? You would have got the tzatziki meal? I'm getting wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting ribs. <laughs> Crab legs. You a black woman for real. <laughs> Shit, if I'm gonna be abducted, I need to eat good All before right. the she, end of the world. She came back and gained weight. <laughs> But like, where did this bitch go? Was she just in the woods eating Jesus? Did she just park like <laughs> far away enough from her own home, and then was just like, okay, I'm just gonna walk back and act like I just was gone for days, when really I just been walking for days. What an unserious woman! Like it's just something ain't right. It's not. Something in the water ain't clean. Pull your thing back a little bit. No, you're uh, oh, yeah. the sleeve. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I cannot escape just needing to know the why behind all of this. Like, that's what's just really blowing me. I don't know if we'll ever get that. But I want that. Because I've... Not that anybody owes us anything. But this bitch owes <laughs> an explanation. She owes a lot of people. It was a whole lot of thoughts and prayers and tears and all kind of shit. And then she triggered her the, family. And then the victims of other families. Yeah, like you faking, you doing this shit for play play. Right. This is a serious goddamn thing, you unserious ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Jive turkey. Bruh, the memes that have come from this shit and outright, look, I don't want no smoke with no organizations, but she belongs to a very popular organization. And on Twitter, they said her name was Big Sister Abracadabra. And the laugh and kiki I made by the way they spelled Abracadabra. It's the funniest thing. Like I said, I don't want no smoke from that certain organization because I I don't put myself in Greek matters. But to call her Abracadabra is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and then people are saying when my paid time off gets uh, denied and it's just a picture of her. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she go. Hey, she got hold as hell. I just want to know how long she's going to go away for now. I feel like this dumb motherfucker is going to be one of the people to be like, try to sell her story. Mm. I'll give you a podcast episode. If you want to go on, let's say you want to go on a read. I don't know why you would want to do that because they will roast the fuck out of you. But let's just say a big podcast Preferably black run pocket. If she wanted to come on here, that shit would be funny as fuck because we read the fuck out of her too. Like, we'd be nice as hell in the beginning and then. So, I'd be like, so girl, what the fuck was the reason? <laughs> right. Like, what all snacks you take? You can't just take cheeses, baby. You didn't get you no drink. When they start pulling up her old pictures 
And one of the pictures was her in a, a bikini, and it said the snack that smiles, that smiles back. <sighs> oh, well. It's a very unserious time. 2023 is a joke. And then you got Jason Aldean's bitch ass. Oh, my God. Who came out with a goddamn sundown town sonnet. A fucking, uh, a sundown soundtrack. Music to lynch to. (laughs) In front of a famous lynching site. The nastiest of business. And then he tried to apologize and say he didn't know about any of that. And it's just like, nah. That song, this kind of song, maybe you didn't know, but somebody on your on your team knew. I mean, I don't think he has the most diverse team around him. I'll say that clearly. But they knew what they was doing. To the people who don't know who Jason Aldean is, Jason Aldean is a country singer, a terrible country singer. And I dabble in music. I might. I like music a lot. I like a lot of country music. Jason Aldean is god awful. He did like he used to do like that kind of country rap shit that was a a trend in like 2013 with like Florida Georgia line and shit before they started letting niggas actually do country rap. Mm-hmm. Um. So the only song I liked from we talked about this earlier was Dirt Road. And it was just the chorus. Chilling on the dirt road. <laughs> Listening to George Jones. And then he did that fake, terrible rapping. This song is even worse. Way but, worse. Like, he talks about we take care of our own and in a small town. Try to disrespect cops and all this shit. And then pretty much saying, come try to do that here. Which is... Not even dog whistles, but like a foghorn and be like, we'll kill you here if you disagree with what we think. He literally said, run up, get done up. Also, appropriating uh, African-American vernacular English to talk about possibly hanging black people is the sickest shit you can do. Anyway, <laughs> so he came out that song, came out the video, it shot in front of a historic uh, courthouse that once lynched a black man for a false accusation. And then this idiot is just out here being like, I I mean, I respect all people. I just didn't like the dialogue. And then the song is trash. I'm tired of, this is not all country artists, but I'm tired of like, a lot of the dialogue on the right is almost like the Make America Great Again crowd always tries to act like small town America is the bread and butter and it's no crime that goes on. Gun violence happens more in rural places mm. than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's why when people try to talk about Chicago, you're like, shut the fuck up, you goddamn racist. You're just saying it because black people live there. All these boony-ass fucking towns have had people killed all the time. Not just black people, white people, because, you know, there's no such thing as black-on-black crime. Crime is all relative. Mm 
And they always want to thumb their nose at us liberals or people on the left and be like, yeah, you lost small town values. You're telling people if you disagree, they'll kill you. There were so many people that was like, yeah, I love this. I live in a small town. I'm just like, bro. And he ain't even from a small town. He's from like outside of somewhere in Georgia. Not He ain't from like Atlanta or like Macon, but he from a place that's about the size of Huntsville. <laughs> that's not Atlanta. That is not Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they always try to do that shit where they, and then when you call them out of this shit, it's like, oh, cancel culture. Like, y'all motherfuckers have been trying to cancel books for three years and all around this country. And now we tell you that this shitty ass fucking song is racist and you just want to be like, we used to be able to do anything. That's the goddamn point. Y'all been wilding the fuck out right. for years. Things have changed. And I just don't understand how this crowd of people will always talk about if you try to comfort their guns, they will defend themselves. If these racist motherfuckers were treated like black and brown people in this country, maybe they wouldn't be so mad about BLM. Because that is an easier way to handle things than the real way that y'all bitch-ass motherfuckers would handle shit. True. Y'all had a temper tantrum because y'all lost an election and tried mm. to overthrow the government. Mm. But some kind of way, y'all are the true patriots in this country? Get the a fuck out of here. Literal, a literal seizing of the Capitol happened. But they're the White House. But they, it was their 1776 moment. <clears throat> they're entitled because that's their land. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, t- the black people, the, the the very niche group of black people who <laughs> responded to this that I've seen have all been like. Oh, I live right here down the street. My neighbors are wide and I've never, they've never bothered me. They blah, blah, blah. You lying fuck. Even if, look, this is the thing. This is the thing that I feel like a lot of people don't understand about race relations. We've all experienced wonderful white people. Mm. Nice white people. Well-meaning white people. People that fight for the right things. But every black person has experienced a goddamn asshole is racist ass motherfucker. You are not going to gaslight me and be like this shit doesn't happen in small towns. I we went to high school in a small town. But then even to say that it's just like okay, just because it hasn't happened to you doesn't mean that this shit isn't real. Right. And you won't minimize my experiences of racism in the community I grew up in. Mm. God damn. <laughs> he in his spot. Hey, he be sleeping hard when you get here. He like, my niggas is here. <laughs> I can rest. <laughs> I don't have to be on the edge. But yeah, I'm tired of these motherfuckers acting like they're the quote-unquote real Americans. We're just as real Americans, and our experiences will not be invalidated by these fascist motherfuckers. 
God damn, I got deep in my left wing back. Yeah, you did. The capitalists are trying to take over. <laughs> we got to get videos of our facial expressions are so much funnier with the shit we say. <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn capitalists is out here trying to take over and stunt on the brother man instead of the other man. Mm. Do you understand or do you overstand? If you overstand, do you understand? Stay woke, people. <laughs> Fuck around, find out. <laughs> Just drop hella like new Negro proverbs. <sighs> hey, when white people found out about fuck around and found out, they were like, God damn, that's some good shit. The only nigga I ain't got a problem with is the dude on TikTok that made the graph because that is the most crucial TikTok in the world. I swear. The, the more you fuck around, <laughs> The more you find out. <laughs> and if you fuck around a lot, you will find out a lot. <laughs> That's one of the great things that 2020 gave us that white people were like, say that again. Right. Fuck around and find out. Woo Chile. Why is this I love those two America moments. Good times. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Subscribe.